What's up? This is John Berkland from Bad Wolves, and you are listening to today's Boondoggle with Bailey on Domain Cleveland Radio. Come on now, give it up. You're listening to today's Boondoggle with your host, the one and only Bill Bailey on Domain Cleveland Radio. Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland. What's going on, everybody? It's Bill Bailey with today's boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio. And uh, right now we might be living in an American nightmare, but I'm on the phone here with the American Dream Machine and uh, a member, Scott Murphy. How you doing, Scott? I'm good, Billy. How are you, man? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, like we were talking a little bit uh, before we went on the air here, just... Uh, Doing, doing what most of the country's doing, you know, limited going out and hoping this thing passes so we can get back to uh, our way of life again. It's for real, man, hunkering down and batting in the hatches. Yeah, so uh, how's everyone been coping with this whole uh, coronavirus lockdown where you guys are at? Uh, I mean, we're all doing okay for the most part. You know, we're good. We're trying to stay positive about it and, you know, utilize the time and, you know, the, the best possible ways that we can to 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 get through it we're just trying to stay together and stay up and well you know as together as we can be safely but you know just staying positive with it man have to yeah yeah you got to redirect man look at the 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 good of it you know you you get to reset slow down i mean life can be so hectic and we actually had to hit a pause button now and maybe focus on the things that truly matter yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's, I, I feel like anybody that's taking this, you know, that lesson from this is, is kind of doing it right. Like, this is awful all around. But if, if long, as long as we come out on the other side of it, and we will, there will be another side of it, you know, we will come out of this. And as long as we come out, you know, a little bit better than when we went into it, then in my opinion, worth it. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's all about perspective. And, um, Fear is the enemy, man. Fear will, uh, you know, I mean, we're fighting, a, you know, this invisible virus and stuff. And, and uh, fear fear kills your immune system, man. We got to stay positive, use that PMA, just try and be as healthy as we can to, to combat this thing. So, um, Absolutely. I've been using a lot of this time to just be grateful. You know, it's like, hey, you know, um, my, my kids are all growing up and they're out running around with their friends all the time. And now they've been forced to, you know stick around the house so i'm like reconnecting and reworking on that relationship and important things like and that's that a, you, know? you know there's something inherently beautiful to that too i feel like you know the world as it was didn't leave a whole lot of time for any introspection it was always rapid fire moving on to the next thing and you know i'm all for an adrenaline sport as much as the next guy you know i mean especially being in music this is an adrenaline sport yeah. But just, you know, getting to sit down and take that pause and kind of reevaluate and look at everything a little bit differently, you know, without the constraint of time being like we have to get up and go and get this done. There's nothing to do except sit and wait and, and see what comes. So, you know, that's exactly I think if, you, if you're doing that, you're doing something. Like that. 
and it's like you know it's uh, how, how are you utilizing your time i mean i you know a lot of people are binge watching you know shows getting caught up on series and stuff like that and i understand to kill some time but i mean there's you know what it i know like uh i mean i would assume with artists like yourself you always feel like you need to be creating something so have you been using a lot of this time to maybe uh work on the the next album already oh i mean as far as the next album that's something that you know i mean uh, hard maybe uh, uh the creative aspect of it definitely i think if you're an artist or a creator and the world hands you a table full of time and says make of it what you will you know i don't think it's an option not to create something i think it's just gonna naturally happen but i'm, I'm definitely guilty of of catching up on some of the shows that I'd wish I watched and starting to get into Westworld now. And that's, that's been an emotional roller coaster. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've taken a lot of time to really sit down and like hone some skills and some recording programs and, and dial in a few things. And, uh, the good thing about like, you know, recordings and stuff like that is with the digital age is you can kind of work, even though you're not in the same room with other musicians, you guys can still bounce files back and forth from place to place. And, the internet's a, a hell of a tool. So yeah, there's, there's definitely been a lot of, you know, writing and creative stuff that's going on just because it's with my brain, it's not an option not to. I just, that's, I have to. No, I get that. I get that. Um, now you guys all live pretty much in the same location. Are you close by that you've been able to um, maybe get together though at, you know, six uh, feet apart or whatever, but you know. Well, Sean and I are actually roommates, our singer. Um, so he's we're we you know we're in the studio constantly bouncing ideas back and forth and just figuring it out and you know just doing kind of doing what we do in a, in our own lackadaisical sort of way. But we honestly we've probably got a solid few ideas tracked to like maybe maybe approach the next album with. Um, but we've been really focused on like the album that's coming, uh, Dead Hearts, and you know getting getting that all set up and getting the band squared away. And it's been nice to have the time to like sit as a team and, and really focus on that. Uh, our drummer does live down here in the same area and our guitar player, Mitch, um, he's from up in Connecticut. So he's, he's way up there. Um, but we've been definitely adhering to, you know, the social distancing stuff. So our drummer hasn't been over or anything like that. We want everybody obviously to stay home and stay safe. Yeah. Gotcha. And, and speaking of uh, dead hearts, I mean, that, that's due to come out uh, um, soon, right? June 26th, June 26th, right around the corner. Yeah, so um, what can some of your fans expect from that album? Uh, there's something on this for everyone. Um, you know, when it was when when the writing was done, it was approached from a standpoint of what music do you know do we want to hear? What's the music that we've been dying to hear? And we tried to approach it from, from that. And what was created is just, there's something across the board for everybody. It's, you can, there's parts of this album where you'll even laugh a little bit. You'll get a chuckle out of it. There's parts of it where you're going to, you know, it's just headbangers and slamming, slamming riffs. And then there's parts of it that are just melodic and beautiful and harmonious. And it'll, it'll take you on a, a small emotional roller coaster of your own. Gotcha. So, I mean, in the meantime, you dropped a little bad news to hold everybody over, right? We did drop a little bad news to hold everybody over. And it's, people have been fairly receptive to that. But, yeah, bad news. Um, we were we were really kind of uh, – that was set to be the single no matter what. We had decided on that uh, a while ago. 
and then all of this happened and we were faced with either, you know, push everything back and don't do it or do we do we carry on and do we, you know, put this out there and then we really still we sat down and we thought about bad news and what it was about and what it meant and we were like, you know, I don't I don't think it's a more opportune time to drop this song. So we carried on. Um, I will say that we did scrap the music video shoot for it. So that is one downfall to the coronavirus that, that did impact us when we launched is we really wanted to get a music video out there uh, for the fans and for people that like the song, but to have something visually to go along with it. Um, but, you know, again, in the name of safety, it wasn't safe for the our cast or crew or anybody to go out and do something like that. So, but it is out. Yes, yes. And do you want to, uh, like, just go over, like, the message behind the song? Uh, Bad News is, uh, it's a song that was put together basically for, to let people know that not to waste time with the bad news. I know it seems like it's, that's kind of like the antithesis to the song, but it really is about that if you listen to some of the lyrics in it, the wasted years of disconnect, all the wars, the fears, the consequence will be the bad news on the radio. Like, just it's about staying positive and it's about connecting to like the positivity that's around and, and don't be about the bad news. Like we're, we're trying to push that out. So that is our handshake to the world is us saying like all this stuff out there is going to be the bad news on the radio. And we're trying to just put something out there that's genuine and really speaks to the heart. And that's what we hope bad news conveys. Yeah, I mean, especially with everything going on right now, people can get so sucked into, uh, you know, the the press conferences and the briefs and, you know, oh, my God, this many people and, you know. Exactly, and we're in comment wars on social media platforms and this person's wrong and that person's wrong. And you do, you're right, you get sucked into it, man. And it's so important, it's so important to kind of pull the plug from time to time and just remember to, like, you know, be in the moment, be in the world, be with your loved ones, be with, be doing the things that you love, be, you know, be doing things that are going to progress and make you better. Don't focus on only the bad. If you do that, you drive yourself nuts. Oh, yeah, it's like you, you keep spiraling down this hole. And, um, I, I mean, my mom, I had to I had to talk with her because she was always, every day, watching the, the briefs and, you know, like I haven't, I mean, I've seen my mom since all this has gone down, but it's like, she's like really like, Hey, you know, no hugs, no whatever stay, you know, and, and she driving herself sick. I had to tell her, Hey, you got to turn the news off and just, you know, have some faith that we're going to get through all this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm terrified to turn the news on nowadays, man. I, I don't even want to watch it. Like, didn't anybody get a cat out of a tree or like something I can <laughs> hang on to? Like, no, there's nothing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So uh, let's talk a little bit about, like, what's the creative process like for you guys when, uh, you know, you're getting ready to uh, put out a new song or album or just throw something together, you know? I mean, it's really collaborative. Um, Everybody's got something across the board. Um, We're really big into no one person has 100% of the solution, but, you know, everybody's got a part of it. So we we try to really sit down and, and... look at the whole the whole board and see what we're working with and see what's going on and see how you know all of us are feeling about what it is we're also very lucky that we have a phenomenal producer kyle adele his input is just absolutely invaluable to us like you know so we're we're really lucky that we have sounding boards like that to, to kind of bounce things off of but you know we we like to see where everybody's at across the board and and just come to center on something 
That's cool. That's cool. Um, so do you guys have any kind of like uh, superstitions that you have for like uh, like before you, you, you hit the stage? Does somebody have to like make sure they're wearing like, you know, a certain sock or whatever, you know, to uh, um, think you're going to have a great show or something? Not that I know of, but those at the moment, not that I know of. Um, I'm a little weird about the order that I plug things in in. And I don't mean like actually the routing of everything. I mean like into the wall and the power sockets. Like I'm I'm uh, a little bit weird about that. So I guess that's something. But I mean, there's nothing that says something like that won't evolve over time. So I'll keep my eyes peeled and keep you posted if I notice Mitch starts wearing the same sock every show or something like that. You know. <laughs> um, how about like uh, you know when you're around the studio? Is there a particular uh, studio be- beverage that you know if anybody's going to show up at? Uh, at your, you guys, uh, either your practice spot or, or whatever, they're going to be like, yep, I know they were oh, here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nitro Cold Group, shout out Starbucks. Um, <laughs> those things are, I would I would walk around with just an IV bag of Nitro Cold Brew if I could all day long. It's it's amazing. Uh, that goes for like, the other guys too. Everybody's pretty much in love with that stuff. Cool. So, um, how about any like uh, particular food that everybody's like? Will you find boxes of certain pizza around the the practice spot or something? Or uh, Sean and I have a small uh, a small affinity for both Chipotle and Domino's. That's our uh, definitely our guilty pleasures. I mean, Chipotle not not so much. They're they're on the healthier side, but yeah, there's there's some Domino's pizza boxes floating around here for sure. And then, like, when did you get into playing music? Do you remember, like, you know, how old you were when you, you know, you first heard something that was like, you know, I kind of want to pursue this? Um, or just knew that music yeah, was something that, yeah. you know? Um, I mean, I was, music's kind of always been something that I've I've latched onto, even when I was very little. I remember having, like, Jim Morrison, uh, or excuse me, uh, well, I love Jim Morrison, but I had like Van Morrison cassette tapes and uh, the Eagles cassette tapes. Um, my father was a drummer, uh, and he played with uh, an individual who passed away recently about a Connecticut phenomenal, phenomenal musician uh, named Joey Sexton. Mm. And I can remember listening to their demo and their their cuts, and it was just this amazing rock and roll. Um so eventually I got, I got into guitar lessons where I started learning just, you know, the basic chords and stuff like that. And I never really took guitar all that seriously. Um, it was just sort of something like practicing, like I just didn't want to do it for some reason. Uh, and then I got like one of the now, that's what I call music CDs way back in the day. I think it was like now four. God, I'm hating myself here. Um, but, uh, I got one of those and that was like when rock and roll was starting to like really emerge onto the scene, like active rock in it's, in it's, you know, modern day sort of sense. So I connected with some of the songs that were on there and that pushed me a little bit more towards rock and roll. Uh, a little bit later on, found a seven dust CD laying around threw that in and got hooked on them. Um, and then when I was a teenager, all of a sudden, all my friends uh, were suddenly like in bands and were playing and they were making this amazing metal. And like, I was like, I want to do that. I love those noises. How do you make those sounds? 
so I started playing with more and more friends that were around that were in the bands, got into the scene. Um, and, you know, this is back in like the, the mid-2000s when everything was, was just coming to a head with that. And, you know, we started to see the emergence of groups like Fall Out Boy and My Chemical Romance and all that stuff. And that's sort of when I knew, like when I hit our first local show, and I saw just all the fans that were there, you know, 500 kids in a room with, you know, these bands going up onto a, a stage with these like bingo boards behind them, just tearing it up. Like I couldn't, after leaving one of those, I could not wait to go to the next one and the next one and the next one. And that, that was when I knew that that was, that this is it. This is what I want to do with my life. Awesome. Um, so do you have any like inspirations that, uh, um, for for your playing style, um, yeah, I I latched on to uh, Incubus and Taproot kind of early, and they were some of like the first styles that I actually studied. Um, like when I sat down to really learn some technique and everything, um, um, and then I delved more into like my friends are playing a lot harder style of music, like had like more metal esque, so. I took some recommendations from them um, and really, really, really sunk into the New England metal scene because I'm from up in Connecticut. Uh, you know, we're in Virginia now, but I grew up a New England metal kid. So we were, you know, Shadows Fall, All That Remains, Kill Switch Engage. Uh, oh, yeah. These were the guys that we were like throwing them on our backs um, and being like, this, this is the music. Um, but I remember like one of the first metal songs I sat down and learned how to play to like really dial that in was like confined from as I lay dying. So they became a bit of an influence. Um, definitely Ollie Herbert, you know, rest in peace, man. He was, he was an incredible, incredible guitarist that I, I wish, I wish that he was still around to be making music today because he was gone too soon and definitely influenced, you know, my style and, and what I like in music and, you know, Bullet for my Valentine's great too. I love them, and then even some of like the the softer modality stuff, like stuff from um, like that Mike Ken had put out. And I'm a big Shine Down fan too. So it's really across the board. I like stuff that hits hard and fast. And if it, you've got a unique style to it, like I'll definitely sit down and learn it. But early influences, New England metal. Awesome. So uh, going back to uh, the Dead Hearts album, um, is there like a particular? I, I know it's hard to it's like asking to choose who's your favorite child you know but uh is there a particular song on there that just was has been one of your favorites to create and play oh definitely i mean um i would have to i have a favorite to play and then i have a favorite that's on there um definitely my favorite to just kind of turn on and listen to uh is seraphim uh that one's just it just it checks all my boxes. It, it just checks them all. Um, as far as playing goes, there's a track on there that's called still breathing. Uh, I cannot wait to get out and play this live because this it is a banger. Um, and it's just, it's so bouncy and so driving and it, it's just nonstop. And so there's, my fingers are busy the entire song and I'm absolutely in love with that. Great. Now, um, you know, I mean, you had to have the album coming out. Did you guys already have like a tour booked and everything that had to get rescheduled during all this? We were definitely in talks uh, on a few different avenues of what was going to go on with that, um, especially with festival season coming up. Um, and the moment that this all hit, uh, it we were definitely very taken aback by it and unsure of what was going to happen. And 
essentially we just kind of ceased to pursue uh, what we were pursuing because we knew that there, there wasn't going to be anything happening. And sure enough, everything got scrapped. And, you know, so that was, that was hard. Um, there's a couple other bands that I go out with and do like live sound and front of house stuff for, um, and you know, they had stuff that was, that was shot and we were, you know, this, it's just been, this thing has been a disaster across the board as far as touring live music goes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and, and I got a lot of friends that work the venues and stuff that, you know, aren't working now, you know, it's just so many people have been affected in the industry and hopefully, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, you know, I saw all the big cancellations of some of the big Danny Wimmer festivals and stuff. And there's a there's a couple that, you know, I'm still checking on. OK, are we going to be a go? You know, hopefully by July or whatever. But most people are just like kind of like, well, 2020 is a wash. Yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of where everyone's sitting right now. Is what I'm hearing. It's like 2020s a wash. You might see a few bands that kind of go out towards the end of 2020 and kind of get run out of the house, but it's it's looking like 2021 is going to kind of be where everything picks back up. Hopefully. Yeah, I hope so. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to ask you some of the questions I normally ask uh, my guests on here. Um, who, who would you say are your top three musical artists or? bands that are your go-tos uh, all right definitely van morrison i'm gonna throw i prevail in there too because i've been they did some phenomenal work with this latest album that they put out and i'm i'm really in love with what they did with it and i've kind of been a fan of their sound for a while so i'm gonna toss i prevail in there because i really can kind of turn them on just about whenever and crank to it i know they're on the newer side but yeah, from Van Morrison, I prevail. And yeah, right. Um, and then I'd have to say my chemical romance. Okay, cool. Now, is there a a song that uh, you feel has inspired you in life? Like whenever you're ha been down in you know a dark place or just having a rough time, is there something you can go to that you know always picks you back up or just? Uh, yeah, um, I was actually just listening to this song a couple of nights ago. Um, I, I am a, I am a huge fan of Rubber Band Man from the Spinners. The song just makes me happy. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. There's it... just something. To, yeah, you flip that on, and you just kind of you gotta instantly just sort of start grooving. Like, how are you in a bad mood with that plan? Yeah, yeah. No, it's funny you mention that because uh, I got a buddy of mine that uh, is a is a regular on my on my show we get together and we talk about uh conspiracies and stuff like that he's a uh, um been a friend of mine for a long time kind of does like a conspiracy comedy act and we got oh, together right. and started putting um did some parodies of i, I mean we're kind of got a dark humor but we did some parodies with um this whole thing going on with uh coronavirus and everything and we actually did a parody of that song called vaccine man so, um, uh, oh, no way. Is there a link or something yeah, that I can check out? <laughs> yeah. You have to go to the flow white show.com and, and check them out. Uh, we're yeah, actually all over it. working on some videos this, uh, this weekend, but I, you know, and then I get to do background vocals. So it's been kind of fun. <laughs> oh, right on, man. That's what we've been doing to try and keep sane during this whole time. I love it. But I love yeah, it. it's just funny you mentioned that. I, Cause I, 
I was like, what what song are we doing again? <laughs> so. uh, it's perfect, man. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, for sure. Hello, and thanks for listening to today's Boondoggle. And now, for your listening pleasure, Florence Whitingale presents his latest epoch. But for now, 
feel the flow exclusively here on today's Um, is there like a uh, morning ritual or, or routine that's constant with you? Uh, definitely staying active, um, you know, getting up, stretching, um, a few push-ups, staying in shape, you know, uh, and then coffee. I am, I'm useless without a morning cup of coffee. Yeah. Get so the, that happens. The fuel yeah. injectors and you're ready to go. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And do you have a favorite place that you've, uh, ever visited? Favorite place. I am a huge fan of Ebor City in Florida. Uh, that was a lot of fun. It was like a very small New Orleans. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not familiar. Yeah, with it. it's yeah. It was um. I was uh, I kind of had a I had a layover there. I was meeting up with uh, one of the members of a Light Divided um, before we hopped on a plane to go up to North Carolina to head out on a tour. And uh, Scott, their their bass player, was nice enough to like let me crash at his house. And he lives in Tampa, which is about 20 minutes outside of Ebor City. So he was like, "We're going out tonight," and I was blown away by this little city. It was it looked like a small New Orleans. The vibe was amazing. It was it was a great time. So that that was uh, I would say that's probably one of my favorite places. Cool, cool. I'll have to check that out sometime um, when we're allowed to travel again, of course. But yeah um is there a, a band that you guys uh i mean on any of your times out on the road is there a particular band that you've had like the most fun with um i mean i have a blast out there doing that with with everyone uh that we go out with you know it i would say most recent um we had an absolute blast out on the road with um, a light divided and awake at last. Um, they are two phenomenal bands and great groups of people, and they've been beyond supportive to us as well. Um, awake at last is nice enough to like throw us on their Spotify playlist. So, you know, if anybody's feeling frisky, definitely check that out. Scope their music out. A light divided is actually teasing new music this Friday. Um, and it's, I can't wait for it to drop. I've been trying to talk them into just sending me a Dropbox link of it, but I have to wait like everybody else. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, we, they, those guys are an absolute blast to go out with. I'm sure American dream machine will be on the road with them at some point in time. I don't see not doing that, you know, ever. So that would, uh, I, I definitely, definitely exciting stuff always with them. Great. Um, so is there three people that you can name who've inspired you or you can credit for making you the person that you are today? There definitely are. Um, it's, I don't know if, I don't know if I can knock it back into three people. Um, but, uh, top tier, the, the man that I am today, um, I would say, honestly, our singer, Sean, has had a huge impact on me. Um, he, I met him at a point in my life where I was sort of, I kind of had an idea of what I wanted to do, but I was a little bit all over the place. And he really helped reinforce just some things and, and show me a, a different 
perspective of life. And there was just something about, you know, when him and I sat down and talked, like his words resonated with me and, and that it had a lasting impact on me. So like at the, at the forefront of my mind, I would say him, um, definitely, um, uh, I will say as a broad stroke, um, the place I'm from in Connecticut, like one of the main, uh, hangouts that we always had where I kind of, you know, became, came into my own was, uh, we call it camp web, but it's like my friends, Pat Webb and, uh, Jesse and Jay and, uh, you know, some names from up there. They, those guys, uh, installed in me a drive to succeed and a drive to want to, you know, be better and do better and, and always, you know, be pushing forward. And that's something that, that really stayed with me. Um, and as far as a third person, I mean, I'm, I'm, that's a tough, that's a tough one, man. <laughs> that's a really tough one. <laughs> yeah. I try and get I these like questions to, to help, uh, you know, so to, to pull the, the curtain back a little bit behind the artists and so the fans no, can hear. Yeah. Right I, what I dig it. Tip. I dig it. But that's, um, grouping it into just three people. I mean, there's, there's a certain, there's a certain type of person that's in my life now that does inspire me like that, but there's a few of them. And it's honestly like it's the people that are in the industry that have that drive and that that get up and go attitude and that positivity that we can get it done. I love being with people like that, and I try to surround myself with people like that because that is part of what makes me who I am. Is I I have that in me. I like to hold on to that, yeah. and I like to be among others that that share that. So really, anybody that is. The, has that cut of jib is like on that list. They would fit category number three. So it's sort of hard to narrow, you know, to nail down just like one person. No, I gotcha. I totally get that. I try and tell my, my daughters like, you know, look around you, what the people that you're surrounding yourself with are and what they're doing. And that's exactly the kind of person you're going to be. Now, do you want to, what do you want to be in life? How, how do you want to be? Do you want to be, driven successful then find those people and surround yourself with them because they're gonna motivate you and take you along with them if you're willing to go and, and you're gonna do yeah. the same for them you know yeah exactly man exactly it's that's kind of what it's about and you know it's some another thing is too is like walking that path like you're choosing what you want to do and like if you have a if you have a goal or you have an end game and you're like i want to do this you know walk that road walk that path you're going to lose some people along the way, but other people that have those goals and, and see that same end game that you have, they're going to be on that road too. And you're going to meet them along the way. And you know, who knows what's going to come of it. You know, just keep your eyes open and always keep moving forward and keep pushing for your, your, your goals. Like it's, it's important. Yeah. Amen. I agree. I, I, and totally, I, I, you know, I've had that in my own life where like, you know, there's a lot of people that, that bailed, you know, and that's fine because they, they serve their purpose for that part of the journey and they're not ready or willing to go to the next level. Well, you got to be able to accept that. And, you know, for what every person that leaves, you know, more are put in your path. So, yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. Nail in the head. So here's one of my favorite questions to ask. Uh, I have a lot of fun with this one. Favorite toy as a child and why? Oh, I had the, uh, you remember, uh, Power Rangers, the original one when they, uh, they got the Thunder Zords 
It was like the the second iteration of the big robots that they fought with. Oh, okay. I had the the dragon one, man, and it would it turn from a dragon. You could twist it and turn it like a transformer and get it to turn into like the robot fighting dude, and then you could turn it back into a dragon if you wanted. And I dug that thing pretty hard. <laughs> that thing was that thing was dope. Cool. Yeah. Yesterday we were talking a lot about Voltron, so that's kind of like similar category or whatever dude i mean does it really get better than like robots that you can connect together to form a larger robot i'm sorry but like that's just that's just cool (laughs) i'd be like late to school because i'd be i think they'd have it on in the morning when i'm having breakfast get ready to go i'm like i gotta finish this episode you know yeah yeah like (laughs) i remember a bunch i remember being in like a bunch of my like friends in school when i was younger got in trouble because everybody was like bringing their toy megazords in from power rangers and stuff and it was you know all the different ones and they pinned together and made the big megazord and like it was there's there's probably still a couple of elementary school teachers that have several collections of those things because they just kept them yeah 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 in the drawer where they would take everything from you (laughs) yeah yeah exactly (laughs) and they're probably cashing in on those now yeah well they didn't come back and get them so (laughs) all over you back um so here's another one uh favorite wrestler and or mma fighter i do not have an mma fighter favorite um i'm not huge into mma i can appreciate it uh from time to time like if the fight's on uh, somewhere i might watch it and same with wrestling i sort of fell off of it when i wasn't really a kid but i really 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 liked uh the hardy brothers or the hardy boys yeah yeah and uh who was the other one because my name's scotty so a lot of people still call me scotty too hottie i can't remember who they were it was like too what was too it too cool. cool yeah yeah. that yeah. was it too cool yeah and i actually uh when i wasn't a wrestling i had a set of those goggles that he used to wear too so i used to rock the bucket hat and the goggles and a pure statement of the 90s <laughs> did you ever learn how to do the worm uh i was a little bit heftier as a child so i didn't do the worm so much as i did like the out of water dolphin uh but <laughs> i i did i can do the worm now it's a party trick dude i tell you what man it might be something to add into the set you pull the goggles on right in the middle <laughs> oh man dude i think they, well, we probably could just have that be the show i could probably just go out and do the worm for like 25 minutes and call it a day <laughs> there you go <laughs> so uh any message that you have for our military members currently serving overseas Oh, always. Guys, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much. Um, Please be safe. Keep your heads low. Um, Come home. Support each other. Keep doing what you do. You guys are all phenomenal at what you do. You're the best of the best. Uh, Keep it up, and we're all firmly behind you over here, no matter what we might think of any politician or anybody like that. You know, you're our, our neighbors and our brothers and our sisters, and, and we're behind you. So be safe. Great, man. Thank you. So uh, for people that, uh, you know, are, are new to discovering you guys or, or, or want to hear um, some of the music that you have, I mean, I know the album doesn't come out until the end of June, but uh, if they want to, like, get a taste of you guys or just uh, 
support in some way, like order a shirt or what whatnot, where would you send them? Uh, American Dream Machine Official dot com. Uh, that's like kind of our central hub for all things American Dream Machine. Uh, there's links that are up there to get to our Facebook, our Instagram, our Spotify, um, and our merch store, uh, which is adm.threadless.com. You just want to throw it in there. Uh, we're always updating uh, the merch. There's always new stuff that's popping up and coming up. So you know, we've got some great designs that are up there from Stephen McCoury down with Grass, uh, Glass Crane and another phenomenal artist named James out of Australia who's done some work for some other people. So it's... There's definitely a selection that's up there of some, some really, really, really cool-looking stuff. Um, our Spotify right now has bad news. It's out on it. Um, but AmericanDreamMachineOfficial.com is definitely kind of the spot to keep your eyes peeled to because you never know what I might throw up on there. Might tease a new single that's coming out at the end of next month. Might pop the whole full album stream up just for a couple of hours. You never know. Okay, great. Hey, well, uh, one last favor before uh, we get off here. Um, you mind doing a promo ID for the radio show? I would love to, man. Awesome. Just you, just introduce yourself and say, and you're listening to today's boondoggle. You got it. What's going on, guys? This is Scotty from American Dream Machine, and you're listening to today's boondoggle. Awesome, man. Thanks a lot, Scotty. And thanks for your time. And, you know, stay safe. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, when uh, everything opens back up, you guys come up through the Cleveland area. And we'll uh, connect. Dude, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And same to you. Please stay safe. And thank you so much for having me on. This is, uh, this is a fun one. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be the guy in the audience yelling, do the worm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I'll know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks again, man. Take care. Absolutely. Absolutely, Billy. Thank you. Take care.
good for your lungs, all the black mold and shit. <laughs> the old one's a charter boat <laughs> Jesus Christ. The old one's a charter boat out of Lake Yeah, right. yeah. Barge. You're like, I don't know, Nancy wants, a, wants to salvage it. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was washing my hands up, and she's like, I'm getting one. <laughs> right. I said, it's all on you. I'm not going to Yeah, what yeah. The ice, the ice from the river the came river, up. The river overflowed, the banks, yeah. and just fucked everything up. This high. Wow. So, that just was, high enough to wipe everything out. I know last year over at Catawba, my brother-in-law lives there, and he showed me these houses. When you go over that cliff, there's like that cliff there, and you go down further, it's all lowland. Yeah. And he was telling me, he says, those houses there got all kinds of damage. They're yeah. all for sale. And I go, why? What's wrong with them? He goes, well, the ice was melting and then all the wind was blowing from the northwest yep. and it blew all the ice up they ran into the houses and really wow. messed them up yeah, it took some of the houses off the foundation damn yeah, they, got a, they had a lot of damage we have no, a house out of Kentucky. No yeah yeah their houses uh you go all the way to the end where you just start yeah. that turn by miller's ferry there yeah by miller's ferry and they live on a side street great house first side street before you get to the ferry on okay. that, that main street there. Yeah, I know that um, the uh, the places uh, right on the point there. Yeah. They got they got hit pretty hard. Yeah, they got hit too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're all mobile homes. Yeah. Fabricated. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what his is. His is a floating mass house. That's why they're called mobile. Yeah. But his, he's so high up. He's Thank you for listening to another story time from the VFW Hall, brought to you by Today's Boondogger. Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland. <laughs>